Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is one of the most beautiful places on the earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at KVRE.com. Close Attractions. That's the subject of today's show. We look at the close attractions to Hot Springs Village inside and out. And here we are once again. <laughs> you know, you people, Randy has said this before. We should sell the outtakes because we're, we're sitting here talking and just kind of. No, we should do. We should probably do better show prep, but you know, the audience already knows how we roll. So, yeah, you know, the likes of us, you do, you know, the likes of us. Well, it's the day after the St. Patty's day parade, the world's shortest parade, which they measure every year. And it's 98 feet, 99 feet. And you know, Randy, so far, do they have to shorten it. Is anybody trying to chase that and see, take that, that away from them? The, the Guinness book of world records, people show up every year and they measure the, the, the road and the road hasn't changed. So, you know, there's that. And there's a reason they call it bridge street is because it is the road that is the bridge over this huge 27 foot tunnel that goes underneath uh, bathhouse row or underneath the, the highway there. Um, How many people which, show up for this thing? Oh, we'll have between 10 and 20,000. It's, it's a lot of people. They for have a 98 foot parade for a 98 foot parade. And, and, you know, which makes viewing a little bit of a problem. You know, a couple of years back, we actually did a, um, we did a live remote. I was one of the cameramen and, uh, oh, who's the guy that did the, uh, uh, oh, nuts. One of Doug Lackey's friends who did the live remote, but it, John could audience put it wouldn't together. know. No, they would. These are well, not this guy, Ken Goodman, though. kid Goodman, who sings a lot out here. They would know him. Uh, he was actually one of the, uh, our, 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 uh, our MCs. But anyway, we tried to broadcast it, but you have what, what you'll have literally is down central, which is blocked off, which is a bad idea, mm -hmm. but down central, you will have two and a half miles of parade floats waiting to turn and go a hundred feet and then get back onto Malvern Avenue and go back out and whatever. So it's, if you want to stand on the hundred feet of bridge street, it's extremely crowded. If you want to be on the other side mm -hmm. of, of Malvern, uh, that's where usually Diane and I are standing. There's, there's a lot more room there and you can see the floats pretty well and everything but you know the dallas cheerleaders we have the uh the uh the elvises the traveling elvises mm -hmm. show up uh i think this week this year the group was fog hat we've had uh three dog night we've had um fog hat. uh grand uh, grand funk railroad uh, mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of fun tough it really yeah. is and for those that don't know and this show is a is a, a potpourri of a lot of things but we're gonna talk about things you can do roughly 30 minutes from the village, that kind of thing, which includes hot springs. That includes like Washington includes a lot of other things, but you know, it doesn't look like it today, but it's about to be a beautiful spring day. I mean, just a couple of days ago, it was 70 and nice there in Dallas too, right? That's about like it is there. Well, yeah, it's so, sunnier. It's sunnier here than it is there, but it's in the fifties and it's 
The wind is howling. So it's reminding us that it's March and it's in betwixt in between. It hadn't decided what weather to be yet. That's correct. That's correct. It's toying with us. It's exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, I've sent a number of people over there, uh, to, you know, who've wanted to visit and we, we continue to get emails and, and messages from folks who want to come and visit. And the big question that I get, especially from first time is, okay, well, what is there to do? So, you know, I had a, had a, had a friend that came over, had high school, college age kids, and she and her husband came over and they got an Airbnb, uh, near one of the trails and they're runners, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're the kind of people that make you and I sick, uh, <laughs> you know, athletic and get out and run, uh, nauseating, nauseating. Yeah, you know, and they wanted to know they were going to stay in hot springs and just snoop around over there. And I convinced them to come and stay in the village. And they were glad that they did because, you know, they knew, well, we can, we can go over there, spend a day, spend a few hours. So the, the big question. So for, if, if that's you, if you're watching and listening to us, you think about making a trip into the village, maybe you've never been before. And your question is, well, well what is there to do? Well, the answer is uh, quite a lot. It kind of depends on what you're into, which is where I went with the conversation with my friend is, you know, like what kind of things do you like to do? So your answer is the resident expert on the area. And I don't care. Take any track you any any track you want. For those well, people that, that want to hike and they they're into wilderness, yeah. As opposed to the people that you know, museums, shopping, dining, entertainment, that kind of stuff. There's at least those two kind of courses that you could take. We and not see, that one's exclusive funny. to the you know not that they're mutually yeah. exclusive. You can do both. But like, see some of the stuff that you're going to mention, I can tell you straight up, I have zero, I would have zero interest in just cause it's how I roll, right? I'm not, you're, being not, a you're not a traveling tourist is what yeah, I just, no, I mean, I'm just, I'm out, I'm out. And it doesn't have anything to do with hot springs. It doesn't, it, it, it's you and I had the conversation, you know, Eureka Springs, you know, up in, up in Northern Arkansas. And I'm like, you know, I get there and it was perfectly fine. You know, we stayed in a couple of different places, but I'm like. Okay. I don't get it. <laughs> I did get it. Actually. I just, you know, not my thing. It could be your thing and I'm not judging to each his own. So I'll shut up now. Before I get well, no, it, it, but it depends. It depends so many times. And I mean, let's face it. If you're coming to hot springs, you typically, you, you at least enjoy the outdoors or you at least, you know, you're comfortable outdoors and you enjoy the beauty and the nature and whatever. And, you know, it's, it's hit on me because I've recently just picked up a drone and done some drone work. And it's really just smacked me between the eyes. Hot Springs, Arkansas, Hot Springs Village, the area is about water. That's as simple as it gets. That's absolutely as simple as it gets. We have nine golf courses in the lake and nine golf courses in the village. And we have 11 lakes. Well, just outside the West Gate here, we maybe... I guess, you know, actually I flew a drone up the drone up the other day and I could actually see Lake Washington from right here. It was amazing. I'll, I'll mm. put some video up later, but it's probably maybe as the, as you drive the car, maybe six miles. And that lake is completely surrounded by national forest and by Corps of engineers land. It's 26,000 acres. It has 200 islands on it. It has no homes, zero homes on it because it is a protected water source 
for the city of hot springs. And by the way, I was out there the other day, they're building a new in lake uh, intake facility over there. Now, how big um, is that like? 26,000 acres. It's about the entire size of the state of our, of, of the, uh, of uh, hot springs village. village. And, and just, you know, Jason said something the other day, Jason temple, the president engineer for us here. Uh, when we talked about the village and what's required to, to do the village, he reminded me, <clears throat> which I, I say reminded me, I didn't know the Island of Manhattan, New York mm-hmm. is a little bit smaller than the village. Let that sink in. Yeah. The, the Island of Manhattan is a little bit smaller than the village. And I was like, Whoa, I, cause I, I never put it in that size. Well, once again, the Island of Manhattan is Lake Washita and Lake Washita is surrounded by 1.7 million acres of national forest that goes from little rock, uh, probably 10 miles outside of little rock to 65 miles inside Oklahoma. Uh, it's a long, narrow band and just pristinely beautiful. I'm, I'm a thrifty guy. I know and you it's are mere too. minutes away. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, well, you and I have taken a ride out there last time you visited. I said, let me take you up to iron Springs. Let's drop mm-hmm. around. Just take a look. And it's, it's surprising. I mean, 20 minutes, you're in the heart of the national forest with, you know, without cell phone reception. As soon as you want to get there, you know, yeah, but, that. uh, but it's anyway, I I'm, I'm a thrifty guy and I like seeing tax dollars used well, and I like seeing efficiency and you look around at 1.7, 1.75 million acres of trees. And you're thinking, what are they doing? Oh, oh, it's forestry. It's growth. It's protected. It's, I mean, it's a good use of money and land if you get my mm-hmm. opinion, you know, but once again, that surrounds Lake Washita. Uh, the Blakely mountain dam is right beside that. Uh, and that goes out into a river, which is the Washita river, which actually is where Lake Hamilton in hot Springs says that they start. Uh, and Lake Hamilton has a lot of development around it. Uh, the joke there is, is if they have any more traffic on Lake Hamilton in the summer, they're going to have to have traffic lights on the lake. Uh, and then it goes from there into Lake Catherine. And once again, all three of those lakes, they call it the tri-lakes area. Lake Washita, completely uh, uh, neutral, uh, completely natural, I should say. Uh, Lake Hamilton, extremely developed. Basically, you would call it West Hot Springs. And then Lake Catherine, which again is mostly protected because it's a semi-industrial lake. And then it goes back down into the Washita River. But all three of those lakes are controlled by Entergy, the, the power company here. So they regulate the height and the levels and all that stuff. But for example, on Lake Washita, uh, 200 islands, uh, island hopping during the summer is a great thing. Rent a party barge, bring your own party barge. Well, that's what I was going to ask. The activity on these three lakes, is it is it wildly different or is wildly it wildly different? It could not be any different. Uh, when you're at Lake Washita, which once again, maybe seven miles from here as, as you drive to get there, uh, there are, uh, you know, there's well, time, there's out. Old, time out oh. to get to Lake Washita. You're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to, are you, you going to go, are you gonna go to the state park or you, how, where are you going to go? <clears throat> I'm going to go to the little Blakely trailhead, which is, I think where I sent your friends when they ask about this, yeah. the little Blakely trailhead is on the way to, uh, and it's down a little gravel road, but it's a, a P a point, uh, across from the state park that probably has 31 miles of hiking trails just on this little bitty area. And it, you get to the end of the gravel road and you think, where are we? And there's a little bridge that goes over and you walk out over this point as long as you want to. There are people that just go out there and camp in the woods. Um, it's a very, very natural, beautiful place. And, and very, and very I'm going to take this gravel road. How far? So if I'm in a uh, car and, I'm not in, a, in an SUV, yeah. then am yeah, I? Well, yeah, 
I do it in a Mercedes with short sidewall tires, but I'm not that smart. Okay. And I don't used to do it all the time, but okay. as you're going down what we call strawberry 3000, you turn literally at the home plate cafe where we were just talking about yeah. turn left at the home plate cafe. And I think it's one. Well, they didn't know we were talking about it, but yeah, we we're talking no, they about didn't. it. They, they do now. They do, yeah, now. They do now. As you're going down 197, it's the last big turn to the right. And it's maybe three quarters of a mile before you get to the, the intersection where they okay, just, my eyes are rolling up in the back of my head. It's not, far. I know it's not know. very far and it's, it's not very but, far. Little Blakely, just look it up. There's a little Blakely. The, I'll put a part link. of the I'll find forestry link. service and they have a PDF that has a big map that shows you everything. And out of the West gate of the village, it's just, I mean, it's minutes. It's, it's not just a couple of minutes. It may be 10 yeah. minutes, maybe 15. If there's, if there's traffic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, and so but, I can access the lake there. Mm-hmm. Can I yep. put a boat in this lake? Can I? F- yeah. Oh, sure. 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 You can put a boat in the lake over at the state park, which is the full 15 minute trip. Uh, and it's a monster. I mean, they have a map and then they have the real map of Lake Washita. But like I say, it's over 200 and I think 210, 211 islands. And people will just so pull I their boat fish, up. I can fish. So I can just cruise around. You can, can I fish? Can I you, can, can I? you can spear fish. You can go to the restaurants on the lake. There are a couple of restaurants on the lake. The Corps of Engineer has. But as far as water activity, I'm talking about. Oh, man. Jet skis, anything. Okay. You so do. I can do Wakeboard. anything I want on that lake. Yeah. Well, I would think it's so huge. Oh, it's enormous. And and you can do most of those things on Lake Hamilton. The one just below it, it has more restaurants. It has a whole lot of houses. It has all that. Uh, Frankly, it has more pollution uh, Mm -hmm. because it's got a lot more pressure on it. Uh, But it's still a really beautiful place. But that's where, and I always wanted to bring this up. There there are some gems of the area that we're very remiss to miss. If you want nature and you want some beautiful areas, you need to go to Lake Hamilton, to Lake Washita. If you want to see some of the prettiest flower gardens you've ever seen in your life, you go to Lake Hamilton and you go to Garvin Gardens. Uh, This spring, they will have probably 90,000 tulips. uh, And it's a sea of every kind of lily tulip bulb oh my lord it's there's literally acres and acres and acres and it is on lake hamilton uh you could actually put your boat in lake hamilton and and go up to garvin gardens and we're now how far how far outside the village are we when uh, we go maybe to 25 minutes uh, 35 minutes yeah okay. to get to garvin gardens yeah uh but lake hamilton is very very developed but this particular piece of garvin gardens was donated to the university of arkansas at fedville and so it's a, it's a school property to be exact. Mm-hmm. And they actually keep it very pristine. You wouldn't know you're on a congested full Lake any other time. It's just a, it's a remote corner of that. And from that, the dam goes over Carpenter dam, which is a beautiful area to a very historic dam. And it goes into Lake Catherine, which has Lake Catherine state park. Uh, there's some beautiful 35 foot waterfalls there. Uh, enormous rocks, rocks the size of this house that the the uh, water flows over that makes beautiful uh, spillways and 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 uh, there's a beautiful hiking trail that way. Uh, do you want the hack for Lake Catherine State Park? You want the hack? Mm-hmm. When you pull into the parking lot, there's a sign that says, you know, spill uh, waterfall hikeway. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You can get on that and you can walk, walk 1.6 miles or something like that up through the woods. And it's kind of a vigorous walk, you know, or you can just park on the other side of the parking lot and walk up 300 yards and you're at the same waterfall. So there's the hack, you know, the waterfalls at the very end of this big 1.5 mile walk. Uh, they trick you into exercising. I know that the, the mm. diabolical people trying to trick you into things. So does that give you at least the tri lakes area? Does that give you a, well, and, and frankly, I hadn't mentioned this, but you, you talked about your friend, uh, you know, there's magic Springs, which we're going to be doing a show with them very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an amusement park. It's a water park. Um, they have magic screams in the fall where they have a Halloween themed party. Uh, where's this located? This is just right beside Gulf of Gorge. It's right beside the national park in hot Springs, uh, Gulf of Gorge and which is the campground. And uh, magic springs, it is, it is to die for. It really is to die for. And that's one of those things. I mean, think about it for non-campers like myself, you drive through there and it's like, I think I can camp here. I'd I'd stay here. I'd stay here. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and so to explain, it's a serpentine Creek that goes right around the entire campground and all the way through it. And it's just, it's gorgeous. It's just to die for. It is. Um, and and anyway, I, I bring that up that that property is right adjacent to uh, magic Springs, which I mentioned to your friends that were mm-hmm. coming. And, but the other thing, and that, you know, if you're coming here and you want to do the commercial thing, we have the commercial thing. We, we've mm-hmm. got that magic Springs, that kind of thing right beside that. Not two miles from there is the Panther mountain lodge and uh, the Panther mountain lodge, uh, and ranch. Uh, and they do housing and whatever, but you can also do a, a, a horse ride, a trail ride there. And yes, they have the nose to butt horses that, you know, are always just very docile, but they have more aggressive trails if that's what you want to do. Right. And there's actually, you know, we talked about Lake Washita. There's probably, well, they run along part of the national trail. There's probably 25 to 30 miles of uh, horse trails you could use along Lake Washita uh, with stunning vistas out over the lake. The, the, oh, if you're, if you're making notes and I see you're making notes, Bear mm-hmm. Mountain, if, if you're interested in coming to see the Lake Washita, and you want to get away from it, Bear Mountain. Bear Mountain uh, sits at the south side of Lake Washita. It's about equidistant from the dam to the mouth. And if you stand on top of Bear Mountain, which was it's just an old flat place that they smoothed off on top. They had a, a little a pavilion there at one time. But it is a 180-degree view from the east to the west of nothing but 26,000 acres of, of lake. It is stunning. You turn back around and look the other way nothing but national forest the other way. So bear mountain is the place. And it, it is, um, it's about seven and a half miles of gravel road to get up there, but a really, really beautiful view that that's, and that's another place where you could take and ride your horses if you want. And bear mountain there. is how far away from the village? Uh, probably 45 minutes. It's okay. 15, 20 minutes, the other side of hot springs. So it's, it's a healthy little jaunt. Okay. But, but I want to say, and I, and I know we don't have a whole lot of time here, but I do want to mention Randy that, you know, 11 lakes in the village, nearly 30 miles of hiking trails, um, pickleball, uh, basketball, uh, miniature golf, uh, tons of golf, uh, tennis. Uh, I mean, we have a lot of people that come and visit and say, well, what are those other things? And I give them the list and they look out at the lake for a few hours and they go, well, maybe I don't want to go anywhere. This this might be good enough for me. Does this sound familiar, Randy? Oh yeah. Yeah. Very much so. In fact, the friends that I sent over there, that's, that's, pretty much what happened you know they had never then they'd never been i think they might have a hundred years ago been to hot springs but they had never been to the village before 
And so they came over and I think they were there for like three days or so, three nights, four days, something like that. And the kids ran the trails and they went to hot springs. Uh, they ate at a couple of places that you suggested. And that was really about it. The rest of the time they just stayed in the village. Uh, they cooked in their Airbnb, you know, they made the run to, to Brookshire's and they came back and they just cooked in, in their place and, and had a great time. And, and to the, be ki- clear, the kids were, were running the trails and yeah. they just went, they, to hot, they went into hot springs to eat at a couple of places that you, that you recommended. Otherwise they came and they dined inside the village or they cooked. Well, what I was getting at was they weren't disappointed at the places I sent them to. I don't think. Oh no, no. They just no, realized they, they were just like, man, nah, wait, yeah, that's enough. We're good. Yeah. You know, we're good right here. Well, and I realized my own bias. I mean, I'm very aware of my own bias that given my druthers, you know, I, when, when I first moved here nine years ago, now, once again, been coming here for 20 years and buying and selling here for 20 years, moved here permanently nine years ago. And I remembered probably three to four days a week, I was driving into Little Rock or to Pine Bluff or to Hot Springs and, you know, taking care of customers. Right. And man, it was not a year, year and a half. And I was like, yeah, let's, uh, let's turn that down. I don't mm -mm, No, I don't really see the need to, I'll do remote work for you. Yeah. I don't want to come to Little Rock anymore. I don't want to come pick up hardware. I don't want to do that daily commute thing. It'll spoil you in a heartbeat, which is what they found out. Right. Yeah. And the great thing is because hot springs is well the let's talk about the bypass and and so the bypass is is upon us presumably i mean how how far not really away? not really okay it's not because they were hoping they would open it in march and the deadline was august and now and we've, been we've had some now. really big rains lately yeah, yeah. and they've had erosion under some of the overpasses. So it's oh. going to be November, but that said after 10 years, I've literally waited for 10 years. It, yeah. It is upon us in that way. Yes. After all these years. Yeah. Okay. Well, without the, but without, so right now I'm going to leave the village and I'm going to head to hot Springs. And it's going to take me how long to get there to be to bathhouse road is going to take you 22 minutes, right? At, you're going to go down Fox pass. Uh, yep. you know, to put you downtown right at 22 minutes. Now, the if bypass you want to, comes in, that's going to shave. What is that going to do? Cut that in half. They're going to say 10 minutes. That's what they're saying is 10 minutes. Off okay. So come on for those of us that live in the big city, 20 yeah. minutes. You kidding yeah. me? I mean, right. it takes us that long to get anywhere. Yeah. Okay. So, so 20, roughly 20 minutes to get to hot Springs shopping. I mean, dining. Two you world class you hospitals. Can you can certainly dine inside the village, but I get it. You know, it, the, there are some famous and infamous places in in Hot Springs that people like to go to. Anything, I'm I'm, I'm going to use the word urban, right? So I mean, if if it's like, well, I'm not a wilderness person. Yeah, I like to look at the trees and stuff, and I might, you know, a quarter of a mile hike, and I'm done you know, kind of person. I mean, hot springs is your place, yeah, right. But it's, it's within spitting distance, which is the great thing. Then you can come back and you got the peace and tranquility of the village. You know, you don't, you're not in the middle of touristville, you know, like you are in, in hot springs. And if you go oh. to, if you, if, <laughs> there, there's some, there's some, there's some great antique 
flea markets flea markets i love the little dragon yeah the little uh you know so ron and i go into hot springs i forgot the name of the place it was you know i I went on google and it was one of the top rated places it was huge it was huge i'll put a link in it anyway there's a felony he's got old toys right i'm just kind of a sucker i've got i've got other dragons kind of sucker and i look at this thing and there's no prices on it and so Rhonda asked the fella, said, what do you want for that? And he looked at her and he said, how would you give me seven bucks? And <laughs> I'm thinking, hold out for five. Right. And she's like, sure. You know, and I'm thinking, I told her, she's a soft we, touch. No, I told her once we got in the car, I said, you, you realize you wrecked his day <laughs> because he immediately, when you said yes, that quick, he immediately thought, man, I should have told Did her. I say, I'm at 10. I'm yeah, at I should have told her. I should have told her 10. Well, I'm just thinking it's this toy that it, it, the parts move and stuff. Right. Yeah. But I'm not got thinking, batteries in him, but I'm not, well, I'm not thinking the thing works. Okay. And then he does this. <laughs> it walks. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. You can't, you can't see it walk. Cause I'm holding it, but oh, the yeah, feet, sure. no, I got it, but the feet move. I'll look him in the camera and you'll see here what he does here in a minute. Any grandkids like this? You know, they've only seen video. They have not seen him in person yet. Oh, when they come over, they're going to. Now, if he only you go to hot springs and this is what you can get for seven bucks, seven bucks. I loved yeah. it. I saw the video yeah. and I thought that was just too darn cute. I loved it. Yeah. That. Yeah. So it's, that's how well, I spent, that's how I spent my $7 shopping allowance <laughs> in hot springs, but, and you could have been five, could have been five. You could have well, two I enjoyed that, you know, and I was texting you some of the, fo- some of the placards and some of the idiot idiotic signs and stuff, funny. you know, that, yeah, some of them were kind of funny. So, well, well let, let's talk about the downside of hot springs. I love hot springs, but there's two fallacies. There's two issues that you need to know before you come to hot springs. Number one, you cannot sit in the water. It's 146 degrees. It will scald you and it is radioactive. But other than that, you'll have a great time in it. <laughs> it's really radioactive too. Yeah. If, if you look good, glowing, mm-hmm. It's the stuff for you. You have to remember, and people go, well, but they used to get in the water all the time. Well, that's true. And they they actually watered down the water to temper it down. They got it to the right temperature. And as we talked about in one of the other episodes, the 360 episode, um, it was they put you in the bath right beside that one before they put you in the mercury bath, because we all know how good mercury is for you and how helpful that can be to your mm-hmm. uh, digestive yeah. and rehabilitational yeah. systems, right? Yeah. Well, you know, these were, these were the days before antibiotics and stuff too. So well, and, and the people ask what happened to the, the before uh, penicillin and that's what happened. Antibiotics. Yeah. Penicillin happened. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's that. And what's well, the, the other, other downside? I'm sorry. What's the other downside? The other downside is, uh, bathhouse row itself is over a it's over hot springs creek they literally built it over the creek so here it's a valley and and the Uh water runs down from both sides of the valley one side has springs the other side is just the city Mm -hmm. and it runs down into the middle of the street which goes into drains and goes into this 27 foot tube that goes under the all this all the way out to lake washita or excuse me lake hamilton which is fine and wonderful and great except for one thing the left hand side as we're looking that south the left-hand side is the national park the right-hand side is the city 
And unfortunately, semi-tractor trailers, dump trucks, fire and ambulance, police, everybody get to go down that same road because mm-hmm. that's the road. Mm-hmm. So if you say, and, and so, and I'm not, this is not a backhanded criticism or whatever. It's just the reality, the way that it's set up. Remember how we were talking about Gulf of Gorge a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. If the police don't come down the main road, the police have to go out to the national park and they have to drive 35 miles an hour instead of trying to yeah, speed right, right. To, to help people out. So it, there's a natural bottleneck and it is the bathhouse road. It's the city is literally built around this bottleneck. So if you say, well, we're going to stay downtown and it's going to be just beautiful and wonderful and woo, 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 woo. Right, right. Yeah. Well, but if you're from that Island called Manhattan, you're going to be right at home. Yeah. Wouldn't bother you at all. Going to be right at home. But, but the number one comment we have from people here on the lake for all of our Airbnb rentals is it's so quiet and peaceful. And you you said it the other day, Randy, you said it, you said when, when you're from a place like Dallas, what about the traffic noise? Well, it's just a drone. It's just this constant drone that you're used to. It, it's why, you know, my habit was to go out and, and walk, uh, between two and 3 AM. Yeah. 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 I'm an insomniac. You know, so I would get out because two or 3 a.m. and that drone here in the city, you don't hear it. You don't hear it by four 30. It's in, it's kicked in. It's kicked in really. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, there's a sweet spot there. I don't advise people to go out walking necessarily, <laughs> although pre COVID I did it with great frequency. Cause it was the most peaceful time. If you're in a, if you're in a big Metro area like this, um, you know, now the sky, you're never going to get the sky's never going to be like it is there. There's just way too, there's just way too much urban lighting going on. Um, you know, to, you can see stars and stuff, but it's not like you, not like there are people in the city who have never experienced that. I know because they come to see us and in August and September, um, out this way, out North toward the national forest, you have to understand hot springs is back over that way. And the national forest is back this way. And I'm orientated a little here, but that that's generally the deal, but there's 1.8, 1.75 million acres of national forest this way, where there are virtually no lights at all. Mm-hmm. And there's a quarter million acres of that, that is pro- pristine wilderness. And you go, Oh, I'd love to drive through that wilderness. You're not listening wilderness. There's no roads. So much less being any light pollution. So this way back over this side, uh, September, October, and really August through early October, the sky puts on its own show. And, and we talk about the, that you can see the Magellanic cloud of about the 15th of August through September, based on the time of night, about 10 o'clock. Most times you can literally go outside, look up and it, you know, it's, it's humid. It'll be more mm-hmm. humid and warm in the, in the winter, like that, or the summer like that. And you think, okay, well, there's just kind of like this little fog. No, 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 no. Let your eyes adjust and mm-hmm. you will see literally millions of stars and i'm not talking planets of course but stars and if you want to get a a a a, a idea a terrestrial idea of what the sky really looks like come out here to some place like this where it is pristinely dark but the nearest nearest city so you you've got hot you got hot springs which is 22 minutes by car Mm -hmm. away and we're not talking i mean how big is hot springs that's what I was about to say. You, if you include the area around it, Royal and Amity and some others, 
I would say Hot Springs is fifty-five to sixty-five thousand. Yeah, and so we're not to, talking. We're not talking a big city. So no. I mean, if they turned every light on in Hot Springs, it still isn't going to compare with a suburb in DFW. No, right? No, because no, no, no. You, just the mass of humanity. And then if you go the other direction toward toward Little Rock, you got Benton, which mm-hmm. is uh, thirty-five thousand. You know, and and that's and that's another twenty minutes plus the other direction. So just gives yeah. people some idea. You just, there's just nothing to like the sky. Like there is for those of us that are in a city and you don't have to be in a place like Dallas, Fort worth. I mean, no. you could live in a city of a hundred thousand and mm-hmm. it's going to look way different than it does. Well, I, you know, the, one of the criteria that I try, judge a city on is do we have a red lobster? And yes, we have a red lobster. I just, <laughs> I want you to know lobster. we're not just Hicks ready. We're not just Hicks. We have a red, red lobster. lobster and it was closed yeah. last week because they were painting it. The whole building yeah, just yeah. right right and for what it's worth just across the lake some of you and i know we're list some people are listening and, and you can see some of this the trees just across the lake that's actually gary mouton's house back there who we're going to have on again real soon mm-hmm. um i went out yesterday morning i'm sitting here on the couch looking out this way and i said diane here comes the bald eagle and she said well you have better eyes than i do and no you can just see their white head which is you know right. eight inches long or whatever and uh, i went and got the 30 X zoom camera and took a couple of shots. Now it's hard because he's literally 250 mm-hmm. yards away, but you know, before I moved to the village, I didn't see the bald eagles anytime, you know, I would have yeah. to take a, right. they have a cruise uh, that you can take on Lake Washita. Uh, the, the uh, state park d- department has where you can hop on a pontoon boat, usually in January, usually below 20 degrees. And you know, we could, you want to get on a lake at that kind mm-hmm. of weather, yeah, right. Definitely. To go see bald eagles. Right. Yeah. Now, I think they do that just so they can make a buttload of money on the uh, hot chocolate concessions when you come <laughs> yeah. off the lake. Because, man, it's bitterly cold yeah. to me. To yeah, me. well, of course it is. But but that said, that's kind of a sneak preview. And I think we touched on what I wanted to share. And that is, well, let's go back to it real quick. In case we, um, last fall, right down here at the, uh, this is a 210-acre lake on the west end of the village. We had a black bear got in the lake and swam across the lake, got up and went into the national forest and people are on party barges. And, you know, the, 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 this is a, on a busy day. There's five to six boats on mm-hmm. Memorial Day weekend. There's right. six or seven. When boats, it's really you know. crowded. Yeah, really crowded. Dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we had a, a, a bear swim across. I've had an eight point deer swim across and come up in our yard and a guest downstairs taking a video going, oh, my God, there's a deer in the backyard. Is he OK? All that to say it's real. It's natural. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and as I've said before, it will bite you. It it is not a video game. It will bite you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. These are not domesticated critters. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, no, no. Well, it's just, we, we've all described it the same way. And I think people they're the first trip that people make to the village, they get it. You know, it's just that exhale. It's just that you pull into the gate and it's just this massive sigh of relief, uh, that comes over you because I have described it to friends here in DFW who have never been over there. You know, they'll always say, well, I mean, it's like, is is it like in the country? And I'm like, no, it's, it's rural. It's not urban, but it's, it, it's not like being in the country. It's like being in a park. You know, the best I can describe it, it's like a community of houses and citizens who live in a park. And I think that's accurate. 
it's it's a park that has uh you typically cannot see houses from the main roads it is 25 percent permanent green space it has green buffers everywhere and it's what what did we say randy 18 percent developed 20 percent developed well a third no a more third. than a no more than a third developed yeah you know yeah. i mean it's yeah. two-thirds and we're talking about this the the parts that can be the parts that can be developed mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's and it's 50 now 51 years old mm-hmm. so it's not like it's not like that's going to change anytime soon well and a lot of people that aren't familiar with it randy you, you bring up a good point if you're if you're not familiar with it you know your your friends say is it is it living in the country okay well let's put the, the play play the ball with with living in the country living in the country is fantastic you rarely have a paved road most times it's a gravel road. All the roads here, majority are, are paved here. Uh, you typically don't have trash pickup if you live in the country or you have to, you know, subsidize or find that. You certainly don't have ambulance care. You usually don't have Wi-Fi or, or, or good internet in the village. In the, but it, it's, it's a place that brings, we call it rural burbia. It brings a little bit of the city, you know, yes, there's some regulations, but they pick up your trash. Yes, there's regulations, but you have two or three different internet providers and a paved road and a great police service and a great uh, healthcare service and a great ambulance service. And, you know, all those things I've lived in the country with well, and you and I leave your, you and I leave your house and you leave your stinking door open. Yep. You know, I mean, yep. dude yep. leaves his front door now he's got a storm door that's closed. But, and I'm like, you know, you're going to lock up, you're going to, nah, you know, okay. Well, you don't do that in the country. No, you don't do that in the country. And my joke is if you like to live at the end of the, of the road on the country, you, you probably are pre- prepared to get your stuff stolen every two to three years, because I mean, they're, they're, right. you know, and one of the caveats, and I don't throw this out lightly and we know we need to wrap it up here, but I don't throw this out lightly. One of the reasons we have such low crime is because it's easy to understand, you know, there's a, if God forbid, God forbid, there's a major crime that does happen at my house, Randy. I call the police. I call our local service guys that are deputized and they call the gates and they say, Hey, be on the lookout for a silver Mazda with a flat tire on the front. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they you're at the gates. Where are you going to go? You're not going, getting out of here unless you go through a gate. The unmanned gates are highly cameraed. I mean, you, yeah. you, they know what, who comes and goes right, through the, right. through the unmanned gates and the manned gates are manned. I mean, it cuts down on a lot of potential because I mean, where are you going to go? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, there's a whole bunch of reasons to come here and visit. There's a whole bunch more reasons to move there and and make, make the place home. And, you know, we're going to start talking more and more about that. All right. Say good night, Dennis. Good night, Dennis. And for hot Springs village inside out, I'm Dennis Simpson. He is Randy Cantrell. See you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of hot Springs village inside out a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.